Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This landing is going to get pretty interesting. Define interesting. Oh God, oh God, we're all going to die? Hello and welcome to Onic Sequel. My name is Dave and I'm one of the two hosts of this manic podcast. And I'm Rich and I'm the other host of this manic podcast. Think of me as Optimus Prime to Dave's Megatron. I'm the fearless, brave leader of the mighty Autobots. And he's a maniacal, evil genius wants to destroy everyone yeah that's that is absolutely true uh the premise of unequal sequel is very simple we ask our guests their best ever sequel their worst ever sequel and finally their dream sequel and of course we'll often drift off and talk about other things like life in general but sometimes movies and sometimes by accident we do drop big fat spoilers so if we mention a film that you haven't seen and you don't want us to you don't want to hear about it you know just flick forward a little bit you know take up a new hobby you know what's really cool? Yo-yoing. I miss having a yo-yo, so take that up. Because on today's episode, we are joined by Jared Christmas. Jared is an incredible stand-up comedian. He has won multiple awards. You will have seen him on shows like Nevermind the Buzzcocks, Mock the Week, Russell Howard's Good News, 8 Out of 10 Cats. He's won all sorts of things. He's even been in Pot Noodle adverts. We're very excited to sit down with Jared and chat all things sequels with him. These are Jared Christmas's Unequal Sequels. Enjoy! We have got a cheeky little question before we get started properly. All right, go on. It's nothing scary, so don't worry about that. It's, it's to bring up some childhood memories. Do you remember the first sequel that you got excited about? Well, yeah. Uh, obviously, <laughs> like Star Wars. Right. But they were all out when I was a kid. Yeah. yeah. But I, I do remember watching Star Wars about six, being about six years old and watching Star Wars. Because, you know, well, this is 1985, 1986. Yeah. So it wasn't as if it was, you couldn't just watch them all instantly. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It was on TV and we were on uh, school holidays. And when I found out there was more, <laughs> I just, I, I remember just being so pumped and excited about that. Yeah. But as a teenager, I think the one I got really excited about was um, Ace Ventura 2. <laughs> okay. Ace Ventura 2, yeah. nice. Yeah. <laughs> Were you a big Jim Carrey fan then? Well, Ace Ventura blew my mind. Like, I 
a mate's mine came over for a sleepover. Right. When was this? When was this? New Zealand, um, 94, maybe? Right. Yeah, it must be somewhere around that time. Yeah, and so mate's mine came over, and one of my mates, Carl, had bought a v- you know, VHS copy of Ace Ventura, and he said, let's watch this. I think you'll really enjoy it. And I'd never heard of it. And then yeah. we watched it, and as soon as it finished, I, just, I laughed like a drain all the way through. And... It was the first time I'd seen a movie where I was going, this is me. This is this is my thing. I yeah. love it. And it finished, and I said, we're watching that again now. And they were like, no, no, we're not going to do that. And I went, my house, my rules, we're watching it again. So they all left and did a sleepover at my mate Scott's house. And I sat and watched Ace Ventura again, and then Amazing. I went over to Scott's house. Oh, okay. You did join them eventually yeah. then. I did join them eventually, but, you know, I walked in all like. You know, doing the walk, and uh, if I'm not back in two minutes, just wait longer. You know all that sort of stuff. I bet you. And I think they they found me quite tedious. Yeah. After a while. Yeah. Amazing. So that wasn't a two at that point, was there? Two came out really quickly after they didn't it. Two did come out pretty quick afterwards. But when I heard they were making a second one, I was like, it is go time. Yeah. (laughs) Did you get to see that one on the cinema? Yeah, I did, and I. So many people were disappointed by it. And I was initially, I hated Cable Guy. Right? Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I wanted it to be Ace Ventura. Yeah, it's not It's not slapstick funny, is it, Cable Guy? No, but you dark. rewatch that, and that is a great film. Yeah. That is really good. And so when I watched Ace Ventura 2, I walked out feeling slightly disappointed because I built it up so much. But then subsequently rewatching it, there's some amazing moments in that movie. Yeah. When he's birthed out of the rhino. <laughs> I was going to say, it's going to be the rhino bit. <laughs> yeah. And the fight with the spears and he's getting the spears in his legs. It's, it's got some excellent, excellent comedy in it. Yeah. Had anyway. you seen Cliffhanger at that point to really yeah, understand yeah, the beginning? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, because I had a conversation with Rich the other day, and he yeah. hasn't seen Cliffhanger. I've, I've never seen Cliffhanger, so I had no idea what the beginning was about. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. But I, other than that, I don't think you're missing out on anything. No, I don't no, think I am. Oh. <laughs> so being a being a young boy in New Zealand, like yeah. back in the the eighties, nineties, we in England had to wait forever for films to come out from America, and it took like six months to get to here in yeah. my head it always took like another six months to get down under like australia new zealand is that yeah. fair representation probably i remember watching there was an american film review show and just they were reviewing films that were like what is when is this do you know what i mean and <laughs> yeah, i yeah. just remember years later so a lot of the time films caught me by surprise that's nice yeah. which was great but you know films like the matrix i watched that uh that would have been 90, 98, maybe? 99 is Matrix. 99. Me and, uh, me and my mate bunked off school. No, we didn't because we were, I was doing performing arts course. So we bunked off performing arts course. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> I think it was the stage design lesson. Um, and there was a cinema sort of just down the road from the college we were at. Right. And we were just like, let's just watch whatever's on. I'm sure there'll be something. And we saw the poster for it. And I went up to the ticket booth and said, can we get two tickets to the maths movie? <laughs> you know, because the poster was just numbers, numbers and yeah. shit yeah, like yeah. that. And, you know, <laughs> I wouldn't have seen it except we'd made this agreement that we would just watch whatever was starting next, no matter what. Yeah. And, to, and just knowing nothing about that film. 
That must be amazing to go My in and God. like know nothing about it. it must have blown yeah. your mind. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Whereas I'd say the first big disappointment was Independence Day. Right. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, because the build-up for that. Yeah. What, the build-up first for that one? movie. The first one. Oh, the build-up wow. for it was ginormous in New Zealand. And I, again, was watching it going like, uh, watching the trailer, you know, Will Smith, yes, please. All of it. Aliens, yes, please. Yes, please. Yes, please. I went to the cinema and I bought 20 tickets <laughs> and then got a group of mates to go. Right. Like wow. 20 people. That's confident. Mate, I led the charge and then had that feeling coming out of it of, oh, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to play it like I love this film. Yeah. I'm going to have to play it like that. To style it out. Yeah. (laughs) But then I do quite like it. Did your mates not like it either? Heaps. Look, out of 20 people, I would say easily 15 fucking hated it. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 I thought Independence Day was like universally loved. Yeah. See, I always understand that it was universally loathed. Oh, wow. And okay. I, I had that feeling, you know, of going, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to pretend I love this film. Mm-hmm. But then I do remember seeing it a second time and going, actually, this is all right. Yeah. I think it's all yeah. right. I wouldn't say I love it. It's very American. Very, oh, yeah. very like you know. Yeah. May as well just stand in front of a stars and stripes flag and like <laughs> beat your chest. You know? yeah, the, that bit where they send the signal out and, and all it's the, all the other militaries are like, finally, someone the Americans are doing something. You know, you're like, Fuck off. Did you uh, did you get around to watching the sequel at any point then? Yeah, I did. I was... went with my mum and dad because <laughs> <laughs> it came out. Years later, didn't it? Yeah, it, it did. Years, yeah. Two years what, ago. like 2007 or something? Uh, no, I think it was actually it was like 2016-17. Yeah. No, it was later, that late. Man. It was. It was. I was with. I was visiting my parents, and uh, we went to the cinema, and that was on, so we went and saw that. And that was is that your pick pile. or theirs? Uh, my pick. Okay. Yeah. 2016 Independence wow, Day what? Resurgence, or whatever it's called. Oh, maybe they were over here. They were, over, they were in the UK. Oh, okay. And what did they yeah. think of that? Um, was it the same response from all your mates? <laughs> yeah, I mean, all three of us walked out going, Neh. yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think that's about yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. When did Pacific Rim come out? Rich, uh, man. Here we uh, go, Google. A bit yeah. earlier. I'm on say. IMDb. I'm on it. Because <laughs> it did you, felt. Did you say mum and dad see that as well? <laughs> no, I wish I did. <laughs> but it felt they both felt like they were going for that schlocky B movie. Style yeah. acting, yeah. So it's 2013 Pacific Ring, yeah. And, I was close, and then that one's terrible sequel is 2018, yeah. So Pacific Rim Uprising was 2018. I haven't even seen that. Oh, I, I wouldn't bother. It's, it's Jesus. I mean, it's Scott Eastwood, and he's the most wooden I've ever seen anyone ever. It's got wood in his name. Got wood in his name. It it, is. Wood by name, wood by nature. (laughs) When you were young, did you go to the cinema a lot? Was it more like VHS? blockbuster kind of thing yeah yeah vhs we didn't did we have blockbuster i don't remember blockbuster in new zealand we had video easy video easy easy y of course yeah (laughs) my dad my dad was uh in the new zealand army so we we watched a lot of action movies right and he would sit there commenting about you know well they'll be out of ammo by now uh (laughs) yeah it's not what an m16 sounds like um all that stuff we got it me and my brother and my dad got obsessed with the American Ninja series. Right, yeah. I think um, another one. And 
anything with Jean-Claude Van Damme. Oh, yeah. That's a very dad yeah. thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like those kind of movies, yeah. Has that molded yeah. your viewing, like, when you're growing up and stuff? Or um, did you fight against that? I, I didn't. I embraced it because I actually enjoyed, I enjoyed all of it, right? And a movie that really... I, I used to just do action and comedy. I wasn't interested in watching dramas when I was a teenager. Right. Until I I was meant to be going to a mate's party, and uh, but I was I was a bit sick, so I stayed home with my mum, and we watched a few Good Men, and oh. that oh, that's... rocked my world. Was that your cinematic awakening? Do you reckon? I think drama. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> Should we get on to your 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 your, your the first main question and then we'll sure we'll mate. Power I mean that cheeky question we're not there's the a couple more to they're not, they're, that long. They're not they're not meant to design to trip you up. I like how cautious you're going into this, Dave. Like you've like in the past, it's really triggered someone, and you're like, <laughs> I better put disclaimers in front of my cheeky question. Yeah, <laughs> but we got a couple more, so don't worry about that. Um, what Go is on. your best ever sequel? Best ever sequel, I think, absolutely the Lord of the Rings film. Right. Two Towers and Return of the King. So you're you're adding these as one sequel, are you? If if I had to say Gun to the Head, which yeah. one's best? What would you come Gun up? Gun to the Head. Which one's best? Oh damn it! Because Two Towers has got Gandalf and the Balrog as an <laughs> opening. Wow, mate! Yeah. Holy shit! That is that is like uh, going around to a mate's place, and they go the starter for the dinner party. Uh, is prepared by a Michelin star chef. Yeah. And you're like, how the fuck are you going to follow this? Do you know what I mean? For the rest of it. Yeah. It, it's such, and I think that movie absolutely delivers yeah. right from the get go. The only thing that would, uh, there's no conclusion to it because it's a middle film. And that's a slight frustration for me. Mm. Yeah. So I'd have to give it to Return of the King. Although Return of the King does have multiple endings that it could do uh, that. It's going to say it does have 45 endings. So yeah. that, yeah, points. but again, being from New Zealand, the multiple endings, I get to spot people that I know in those, oh, in those endings. No. <laughs> I, I thought it was so funny that Brilliant. you picked a lot. Like, I, I don't wonder who he's going to pick. He's going to pick the New Zealand film, isn't he? Yeah, of course he is. I'm, I'm waving the flag, mate. <laughs> the New Zealand, the New Zealand I mean, Prime Minister rang me up and said, you better talk about Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, we're trying to get more listeners in New Zealand because we really want to do a tour and uh, go to New Zealand, do Zealand a tour, place to go. and then we can yeah. then we can do the kind of the Hobbit tour and stuff, the Lord yeah. of the Rings tour. Well, it's my yeah. it's my dream. <laughs> so when I'm going to have to ask about Lord of the Rings and yes. your relationship with it, please do. When did did you uh, were you fans of the book? Did you know what was going on? Uh, when did you first watch the first one? How hyped did that make you for the rest of the series? Right, strap yourself in, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did like the books. Right. I, I really did like the books, but. Uh, I felt the books for me suffered because before I got to Lord of the Rings, I'd read a lot of sci-fi fantasy that was inspired, obviously, by Lord of the Rings. And, you know, writing techniques and all that sort of stuff had come a long way since Tolkien, mm. just in terms of pacing and all that sort of stuff. Also, big D&D fan, you know, and as you probably know, Dungeons and Dragons got sued very early on by the... <laughs> Tolkien estate for yeah that's why in Dungeons and Dragons the halflings not hobbits etc etc anyway so it's been part of my personality in a way for for a long time I'm I'm not an obsessive like I don't 
speak elvish or anything like that right but i loved it and then i of course i auditioned to be in lord of the rings of course yeah um all of new zealand did. <laughs> i was gonna did. say yeah yeah i would be surprised <laughs> you'd be the only new zealander who did any any but... role <laughs> no i didn't get anything i was like 17 and i went out i remember it i remember the audition uh i went for a role called captain of the guard which I think was a generic audition script. Right. I got handed a plastic sword and I had to deliver my lines uh, slightly off camera, you know, uh, not straight down the barrel. <laughs> and the lines were something like, it was something like, release your arrows on my signal. Hold, hold, hold. Hold. <laughs> something like that right and as I, I mate oh really went for it 17 year old relay <laughs> and i did this sword and it was a plastic sword and and it bent like that <laughs> and it just looked ridiculous and i looked at it and then i started laughing uh and i said uh oh can i do that again because the the sword was distracting and the guy the casting director at that time he was just a bit of a dick and he was like mm. no we've got enough we've got so many people to see because it was an open casting call oh is it you know yeah man there was I, i'd waited maybe two hours to go in and then there was still loads of people behind me you know so i walked out of there going there is zero way i'm getting in this bloody film so but um yeah. the performing arts course i was doing uh a guy got in it he's one of the one of the writers of rohan um, right. lied he lied and said that he could ride a horse and he'd never ridden a horse in his life but the He's story goes off, right it's, it's, yeah <laughs> well the story goes that they they selected a bunch of their heroes sort of writers of rohan the ones that will you know their faces would appear and stuff uh and they were all chosen for you know that specific look so he got that uh but he said on day one you know there's like 20 of them and they said, all right, it's time to come clean, be honest. Who here actually has horse riding experience? And of the 20, like three put their hand up. <laughs> and so they then did uh, two months intensive horse, oh, uh, wow. horse riding and training. Wow. And he said he went from never riding a horse to the end of that two months, being able to, to roll off the back of a horse and then land safely on his feet. And he wow. ended up going down the stuntman sort of route, route anyway. Oh, wow. Yeah. Ryan. I can't remember his surname. I didn't really know him. He was, <laughs> he was like two years ahead of me on the performing arts course I did. Oh. So everybody else knew him. I knew yeah. him to see him and stuff like that. But you, can you spot him guy. in the film, though? No. Never spotted him because he's That's actually okay, dark hair. He's actually dark haired. So see, they would have given him a, a wig. Right. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so that, that further, you know, because in my mind, I was like, I was close to being in Lord of the Rings, actually. Mm. so mm. you know lord of the rings stuck with me and then when they when that first one came out what 2001 yeah i think so yeah yeah i went to the cinema uh for my birthday to see it and took a whole bunch of comedians uh which is not a smart move <laughs> <laughs> when the eye of sauron first appeared one of the one of my mates very funny kiwi comic leaned over and said looks like a big fiery minge <laughs> um it does that kind of takes you out that takes you out of the story when you hear that yeah a little bit i can understand <laughs> that 
but I probably saw that Fellowship of the Ring. I I I probably saw that. I'm not bullshitting. Easily ten times yeah. in the cinema. Easily. Yeah. And then the next year, Two Towers came out around yeah, Christmas they were, time. They were back to back to back. Weren't they, they were, man. And the DVD of Fellowship was released just before that. So I bought a collector's edition of that. I think at the time it cost me like 60 quid. Yeah, they were expensive, weren't they? Yeah, but then Two Towers I probably saw easily 10 times at the cinema. And Return of the King, oh man, that must have been like 12, 13 <laughs> I, times. I paid, I paid for them as well. Yeah, I don't think it's it, mate. Well done. And I've got three of them. I was on my um, I was on my honeymoon in France, and I found uh, the French version of them, all oh, three right. in a beautiful box set. So, so I bought them, <laughs> and then of course couldn't play them because of international coding on your DVD player. But yeah. they look good on your shelf. They look awesome, man, because they're different. I bought them because it's a different color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done that as well. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's the only films I've really done of it. Yeah, yeah. How many copies of Lord of the Rings have you got, Dave? Uh, one, two, three. Oh, okay. Well, you beat me already, Dave. <laughs> I had them on DVD. I had them on Blu-ray, and then I have them twice on Blu-ray. I have the extended and non-extended, uh-huh. and then I haven't got them on 4K yet. I um, I watched, I watched, uh fellowship with my 13 year old daughter earlier in the year right that was awesome oh she loved yeah. it right oh, loved it, oh, loved it. <laughs> just waiting just waiting for her to be sick from school again so we can watch the watch second the one. one right yeah nice so when you went what? and saw the second one yeah were you i can't believe how hyped you would have been if you saw the first one 10 times were you there like midnight showing in what was it, Wellington or Auckland or wherever you? No, no, no. I was in I was in the UK. At UK the at that point. I, okay. Yeah, I moved to I'm the U- I moved to the UK November two thousand. Right. Okay. And the film and so Fellowship came out two thousand one, didn't it? Yeah, Fellowship. Yeah. Did. Yeah. So Christmas two thousand three, no two thousand two, I on box. I was staying at my relation relatives' place. Did the classic Kiwi thing, of my dad phoned up his cousin who had met once his British cousin who he met once and said, can my son come and stay with you guys? And I'm like, yep. So um, I was at their place for Christmas and Christmas, a boxing day, made my excuses and I was out of there like nine o'clock in the morning. Said I was going home, but I went straight to the cinema and watched. Nice. nice. Watched yeah. the two towers. And then the best, the best one was when all of them came out on DVD, I bought the biggest screen I could afford. This is in the lead up to the Christmas, right? This is this is what my planning was. Because I knew Return of the King was coming out on DVD at that Christmas. So what? 2001, 2002, 2003, 2004, right? Yeah. Right. So I used to wait a year. Yeah. How do we survive? It's crazy, guys? isn't it? Considering I've got on the screen here all the Transformers <laughs> movies you could ever not want to watch. <laughs> and yeah, it took about a year. Yeah, between the DVDs. Madness. Yeah. And why did it take so long? I don't know. It doesn't take that long to do a DVD. Well, someone this is is Peter Jackson. Made a decision. Yeah. Peter Jackson's different. He took his time. He made the extendeds. That's true. That's true. They used to leave movies in the cinema longer, though, didn't they? Yeah, they did. 
so I don't think they brought the DVD out until the cinema. The movies were definitely not in the cinema anymore because yeah, they didn't yeah. want people watching them at home instead. You know, they didn't. They wanted the money. Such a good. Ex- How many times did you go to the cinema and you were the only one there? Oh, oh a few. <laughs> yeah. Loved it. That's my favourite. Well, in fact, Independence Resurgence. I was by myself in the cinema. <laughs> I was going to say Woodford. In fact, the the Hobbit, the second Hobbit film. I oh, went Jesus. to the cinema and there was only one other guy in there. And about 20 minutes into the film, he jumped out of his seat and sprinted out of the cinema and didn't come back. Wow. I don't know if he shit himself or if the movie was just that bad that he didn't yeah. want to come back. But something wow. happens. I've never, walked, I've never walked out of a movie. No. Once. Or have I? Just once. Which one? Spider-Man 3. The, was uh, it when he started the, dancing? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> My friend I was with leaned over and went, there's an all-you-can-eat Chinese next door. Should we do that instead? <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in. <laughs> oh. See, I couldn't have even done that. Because yeah. I, I guess I've, I always have this feeling that there's going to be something redeeming. Yeah. There's going to be there's going to be a moment that I can walk away going, geez, that moment was great. Yeah. But I've, yeah. Never, I've never walked out of it. That's the really? only time. I wanted to walk out of Sweeney Todd, the uh, Johnny Depp one. I wanted to oh, walk out yeah. of that, but my girlfriend at the time wouldn't let me. <laughs> I mean, I've sat through some absolute shit. I went to see Scooby Doo 2, the, uh, the one where they're on the island. Yep. Monster. That's Scooby Doo 2. Is it? Am I that? It might even be the first one. I don't, I don't know. I can't remember the Scooby Doo's. They all kind of meld into one, right? <laughs> well, I saw that one uh, three times at a cinema in one day in Torquay. Why? Because uh, I was down. Just doing a run of gigs down that way, right? And <laughs> nothing else. The show, the show the night before, I had accommodation like a B and B, but I had to be out of there at ten o'clock in the morning. And then I was doing a show in Torquay that night, and then getting a ride back to London after the show with the other comics who were on. So I get kicked out of that at that B and B at like ten in the morning. Yeah, and I'm now got to wait until nine p.m. <laughs> That night, and I was in Torquay, and it was pouring with rain. That's Torquay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I was like, "What the hell am I going to do?" And I found this little cool independent cinema, and went in and said, "What movie have we got starting?" And he said, "Scooby Doo." At I think it was like ten forty or something. I was like, "One ticket, Scooby Doo, please." <laughs> <laughs> and I, was, I remember being pretty much the only one in there. And then I came out of that, and I said to him. What movie have you got starting next? And he said, Scooby Doo in about an hour's time. And I was like, one ticket to that, please. Wandered around Torquay in the rain. Amazing. Came back, watched Scooby Doo, came out of that. Same bloke. What have you got next? And he said, Are you serious? I was like, Yeah. And he went, Scooby Doo starting again in an hour. And I was like, one ticket to that, please. Um, and you must have lost your him, mind Mate, I explained to him why I was doing it And the night before I drunk heavily So I needed yeah. somewhere I'm pretty sure that second one I slept Slept a lot Yeah, And the yeah, third one fair. I definitely Slept through <laughs> Okay, good. Um, And then And I was headlining the show on Torquay And I'm not saying that as a humble brag But it's relevant <laughs> Because I came out of that third one And by then it's like 6 p.m. Yeah. You can go see it again. Well, I said to him, what else you got, mate? Um, and he had that 
Halle Berry movie oh, where she gets wrongfully put in an asylum or something. Oh, yeah, Gothica. Oh, yeah. Is it Gothica? Gothica. Yeah. 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 So that was on. And, and he went, but it was started... David, please. <laughs> <laughs> I went to see Gothica. I did manage to squeeze in the Seal Sanctuary oh, in between nice. all of those films. Oh, wow. I don't remember much of Gothica. No. What I think I? I've been to that cinema in, in Torquay. Yeah. And the reason I remember it is because we went on holiday, like, after, just after Christmas. Like, it was like a winter break. It was cheap. Um, my son was little. We went and watched Frozen 2 in that cinema because there was nothing else was open. Everything was shut. And then the pandemic hit. And it was the last film I'd seen at the cinema for like two years was Frozen <laughs> 2 in a tiny little cinema in Torquay. Oh, you know what lets that film down is they, they just didn't get the song, did they? No, it doesn't have the big song. They no. didn't get to let it go. No. No, no that's true. It's oh. quite, I've completely forgotten what happens in it, to be honest. Like, yeah, I can't remember. There's some film, wind. That's some about, wind, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, there's some yeah. wind. There's a leaf that flies around or something. Um, I'm going to try and bring this back to, to Lord of the Rings now. Um, oh, no, 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 wait. Um, I, was, I want to talk about Scooby-Doo more. <laughs> no, I don't. I'm Did done you on, give the guy I'm a ticket on, to your concert? I'm Scooby-Dumb. Oh, yeah. nice. Um, that's why you're a comedian. Wait, Scooby-Doo. Sorry, it should have been Scooby-Don't. Oh. Oh. And that's why I'm a comedian, because I'm overthinking it. Yeah. <laughs> no, he gave me free popcorn. On the oh, third one, that's and nice. he that's said, good. Yeah. "He said I'm really delighted you've spent the entire day at my cinema." Was he the manager? <laughs> yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. Nice guy. Nice, nice guy. guy. And it, back then, it was like four quid for a ticket. Yeah. Yeah. You know, nuts. Yeah, it's like fourteen quid We're, for a ticket now. Mate, I went to see Dungeons and Dragons, uh, which I loved. BT Dubs. Yeah. In Leicester Square, I was thinking of going to the Odeon Lux. Thirty-two quid. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't. I went to one of the other ones, but it still cost me like 20 quid. I got yeah. down once. This is a few years ago. Uh, my friend lives in Bogdan Regis, and I wanted to watch um, Civil War with him, the American Caps. And it, yeah. it cost me less money to travel down to Bogdan Regis oh, uh, than and get uh, like popcorn and a drink uh, than it would for a, a ticket in like London. So Wasn't I did like that. Three pound fifty or something. For, it's for ridiculously cheap, and it's a lovely little cinema as well. They've yeah. all redone it. It's all like it's beautifully done. This old theatre they've, they've converted into it. But yeah, I watched yeah. Batman versus Superman there with the same friend that you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, do you guys have a mutual friend? Yeah, yeah well, we went to university together. So we've in got... Bognor Regis. No, no. He, Was he it lives at Butlins University. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely not. Rich lived there for a bit, though. Yeah, yeah, I lived there for a little bit. He put me up for a bit. But, yeah, nice. it was like, oh yeah, you can come. And, my my grand's moved out. My grand's had to go into a home, and my dad says we can stay in her house rent free. And I was like, yeah, done. Yep. Got there. It was like falling down. Like literally, like the garden had grown in through the windows yeah. and stuff. It was bad. Going to visit him was like going on a survival weekend. Amazing, <laughs> and it's not even a joke. Was it like the house in Jumanji? After yeah, everything came yeah, out that's exactly what it was like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was, yeah, he was a rubbish host as well. Um, how many times did you see all the Lord of the Ring films in cinema? Then, in the cinema, probably 30, 30 wow. maybe thirty-two. That's a lot of money, man. Yeah, but bear in mind, I was gigging all over the country, doing mm. stand-up gigs all over the country. So I was always somewhere where I just needed to kill time during mm. the day. And especially around Christmas time, there was a chain of 
comedy clubs called Jonglers. You used to get, yeah. at Christmas yeah. time, you'd get booked in one place for a week, you know, yeah. so it was, um, it was easily done. I bet. Yeah. And yeah. buying the, um, getting the view cinema passes and the Odeon cinema passes that you paid like 15 quid for the month. Yeah. It was yeah. just a no brainer. They're worth the money. We got them. Yeah. 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 They're definitely worth it. Yeah. In fact, yeah. when I was living in Bogner with that, with that friend we talked about, um, they had a deal. Who shall on... remain nameless? Yeah, yeah. James Bognerville. <laughs> <laughs> um, they had a deal on where every cinema ticket you bought, you got a free Nando's meal because Nando's what? was next door. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But what they Crazy. didn't what they didn't realize <laughs> was that night out. I know, right? It's amazing. What they didn't realize was that if you had your City World like monthly thing, you could go in and get as many tickets for as many films as you want, and then just go next door and get yourself like twenty Nandos. Like, Jeez, it was amazing. Please. They didn't limit them or anything. You could just, you could just, just days, like, mate. lived on free Nandos for a month oh, <laughs> until wow. someone caught on. <laughs> wow. The I, I was going to say about the best Christmas I had because of Lord of the Rings. Okay. Was when I had all three box set directed cut. Um, again, I was at my relative's place. And I le- again, I left, you know, first tube out of the gates on Boxing Day. And I'd prepped my house, prepped my flat. My flatmate was away and my girlfriend was away at her parents for for Christmas. And I'd said, this is what I'm doing on Boxing Day. And I said to her, you can't call me. I'm out of communication until the day after Boxing Day. And this is what I did. All three films, back to back. And I could only eat when they ate in the films and I tried to replicate as close as possible the meals that they had. Oh, wow. And okay. When I say that, like there's one part where Gimli's hoeing into a haunch of meat that you don't really know what that is. So I had a, I had a steak and cheese pie. Um, so it was, Latmus bread was the best. That was just, I ate a lot of shortbread. Yeah, I said that's shortbread. A lot of shortbread. Yeah. Nice. Um, and then one, once those finished, that's when I started drinking um and playing uh one of the lord of the rings playstation game and that was oh shit that was my day that was my day what a day unplugged the landline and i turned my my mobile phone off this is incredible i did something very similar when the first extended one came out me and my friend again another mutual friend of ours we bought it in the morning we went to college we did a, a media course as well. We left very early on. We got back to my house. I had to borrow my friend's PlayStation 2 because it had a DVD player in it. Yes. Uh, we then went to Pizza Hut where another friend worked and I ordered a pizza and he gave me everything. Uh, it was brilliant. Uh, and then we sat and watched the extended edition, wherever it is, five hours. And then we watched all the uh, extras, which is like another nine hours. Yes. Yeah, it was, it was the best day, and I still remember it. Uh, and I remember our lecturer going, "Oh, you're done for the day," and we're like, "Yes, yes, we are." See, <laughs> Lord, of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Um, my favourite bit in the extras is when they're showing the charge of the Rohidrum and about the, you know, they had their lines. The horses were all running in lines, and then the stunt yeah. actors were another. Cha- they're all in channels, right? Mm. And one of the riders falls off the horse and there's 20 horses in line behind it. And they just curl up into a ball and every single horse jumps them. Oh, wow. And it's it's in the movie. Oh, wow. I haven't spotted that, I don't think. Yeah. Amazing. 
It's wow, amazing. That's amazing. And I remember the the bloody horse expert saying horses don't want to trip over things. So the <laughs> best thing to do, you know, the worst thing that rider could have done was to try and get out of the way, because that would have ruined everything, probably injured a lot of people. Yeah. But they curled up into a ball, and every horse jumped them. Amazing. Fucking love amazing. it. That's in the movie. <laughs> I think that was your mate from uh, from earlier. Brilliant. Best scene from Return of the King. We have we have to return uh, end on the the best scene of Return of the King. So, what is your what is your pivotal favorite moment of Return of the King? Why is it your favorite out of the trilogy? How does it beat Helm's Deep? In other words, okay, uh, it's going to sound quite cheesy. Love it because uh, it is cheesy, but it's when. Eowyn <sighs> takes off her helmet and says, I am no man. And then chops yeah. the fucking head off. And then, is it Mary? Yeah. Stabs the. Oh, I love that, that whole bit. Uh, but honestly, when. Um, when uh, what's his name? Um, oh, I've gone blank on the names now, which makes me not sound like I love it that much. Um, <laughs> when uh, the the king is doing the the speech to rack up the oh the yeah Fearden right now Burn right Hill. now yeah <sighs> still gives me goosebumps man it's brilliant yeah yeah that's oh. it actually him all the way through he was great and in the two towers when he's suiting up for their final charge oh yes and he's that speech where he's like what can men do against such evil so cool mm, and yeah. Gandalf saying watch for the dawn on the fourth night oh, oh, fucking come on <laughs> love it brilliant <laughs> and Faramir 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 saying time for Faramir for oh that's quality. a good moment as well yeah they just call it it's, it's just a quality film uh, <laughs> yes and it's remarkable apart from the end look the, the I'm I'm as patriotic about Peter Jackson as any New Zealander uh, and I I've loved majority of his output but he loves to drag shit out <laughs> yeah i thought we're going to those that. endings those endings <laughs> but but the, you stand you, you nil to no one is still like what yeah. a line that gets me incredible incredible yeah. line that that ending um, can stay that ending it should have ended on that one yeah we didn't need mm. to see them go back and watch some hobbits dancing no. <laughs> Even though three of my friends are in that scene. Are they? <laughs> we didn't need to see that. <laughs> just like in King Kong, just like in King Kong, we didn't need to see King Kong up like an ice skating. <laughs> like we already sympathize with the ape. Don't try and humanize it more with an ice skating scene. Anyway. What a, what a film. <laughs> This is another little sneaky question, but it's a good one. Go on. What has been the most disappointing film? So it doesn't have to be a bad film. It's not your worst film. Independence Day earlier, but it has to be a sequel. Mate, you, it's a you... no-brainer. Ah, oh, straight into it. Love it. What is it? But I feel you've... How long have you been doing this podcast? Uh, two years. Uh, just two over years two years now. now. Yeah. yeah, someone's easily said what I'm going to say. It doesn't matter. Really hesitant it's, to say it. it's, your, it's your cinema... The film. Phantom Menace. Fair. Loads yeah. of people have said it, haven't they? A few people have said it. A few, exactly. Not as many as That's you think. That's why I'm hesitant. Not as many as you think, though. Yeah, some people no, really? some people have come round yeah. to it now. Some people loved it. We've had people of different yeah. ages, and that is their Star Wars. And, yeah, they, and yeah. they love it. I think the most 
the most shocking Star Wars fact about this podcast is no one, no one has picked Empire Strikes Back as their best sequel yet. That's interesting that's because people shocker. are probably thinking, <laughs> but people are probably thinking it's been done. I send out the list. I say, <laughs> if you want to see a list, here it is. No one's picked it. Wow. Return of the Jedi is wow. better anyway, but let's not get into that. <laughs> oh, mate, mate, I'm I'm on board with you there. You see, you see. Wow. Okay. <laughs> but this is a childhood thing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Like I know it's rude to ask, Dave, but how much do you weigh? I'm sorry, how old are you? Uh, I'm 38. 38. Okay, so we're pretty much in the, the same. I logically and intelligently understand that Empire is a far better script. It's darker. There's, you know, I, I understand that there's no way Ewoks should be able to take down stormtroopers with rocks. I understand that. All right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I understand all of that. But the emotional ties that film has with me i still absolutely love it and would watch it again and again over empire strikes Back. right and that's that is yeah. exactly why we do the podcast is because it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks the best is or the worst is or whatever you what you think is the most important thing and that's why every episode is different because everyone yeah. thinks something different yeah that's but, true but you did buy into the phantom menace build-up didn't you like everyone else oh my god mate i was <laughs> I was working at a radio station at the time, um, and they got they got the tickets to the to the midnight screening. You know, these tickets weren't on sale. Yeah, you you could win them on the radio, or you had to know someone something. I got three tickets to the midnight screening, and all of my mates were like, "Take me, take me!" Yeah. I was a king, mate. I was bestowing gifts and power on people <laughs> and i'll be honest i let it go to my head i felt really really fucking important really important probably for the first time in my life right <laughs> and i took two friends one of them a mate of mine called cool eye who's a fijian guy really really funny he threatened well I didn't threaten he said great i'm gonna i'm gonna come in costume i was like awesome awesome we're gonna dress as and he said, Jean-Luc Picard. And he kept that going. And I kept freaking out. This is how seriously I was taking it. And, you know, I wasn't a stand-up comedian at that point, but I was the funny guy, one of the funny guys in my group. I was doing improv comedy. I was, you know, comedy was a part of my life. Yeah. Hmm. But I couldn't, I couldn't see the joke. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, mate, you can't, it's Star Wars, not Star Trek. I can't believe you're getting this wrong. He was like, no, no, it'll be fine. I've, I've ordered, uh, I've ordered a costume from a costume shop. I'm gonna, I'm gonna come along with Jean-Luc Picard. I was like, no, mate, you, I'm not gonna give you the ticket. No, I'm not gonna do it. And of course, he didn't do it. Oh, but, but you know, like I mean, two or three days leading up to it. If he'd have followed through with that. <laughs> Mate, I keep looking back thinking if he did do that, it would have made that film so much better. Yeah. So what did your initial thoughts, like when you came out like half two in the morning, wherever it was, were you Yeah. Were you angry? When it finished, I said really loudly, for fuck's sake. And it got a laugh. <laughs> I did exactly the same thing at yeah. the end of the last, of the uh, Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, so oh. the very end where she says her name is Skywalker. 
I was like, oh, yeah. fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> but look, talk about, um, you know, those films should have been called Mission Impossible, right? Yeah. yeah. Because they were never going to satisfy any. And also, as Phantom Menace shows us, it wasn't made for us. No. It was made to capture another generation. So the yeah. fact that I sat there going, it's like a fucking computer game. Yeah. Like everything's mm. shiny. And it's like watching someone else play a computer game and fucking judge our bands. <laughs> um, and then, but it wasn't made for me. They weren't trying yeah. to capture me again. They've got me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I, we, it's our fault that those films are shit. It's 100% our fault because we weren't satisfied. Were we, you know, we were, it was like Star yeah. Wars was that Star Wars was that Chinese buffet you left Spider-Man to, to go to. <laughs> And you were full. But you kept going back. You kept yeah. wanting more, and you kept going back. Yeah. And it didn't bother you that the sweet and sour chicken was undercooked <laughs> and tasted bad. It was sour. I'm putting did, it in my way. mouth. I'm putting it in my mouth. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's our fault because we kept wanting more. And look what we've done. We've gone from it being impossible to get anything Star Wars. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Impossible. Yeah. And if you did get a nugget of Star Wars stuff, oh my god, how cool were you? How great mm. did you feel about that one Star Wars item? And now yeah. you can buy the lightsaber in Sainsbury's. Yeah. The world sucks right now. <laughs> <laughs> now we're all fired up. What's your what's your worst ever sequel? <laughs> and this is good. Yeah, this is this is my favourite choice. <laughs> oh, is it? <laughs> yeah. By a long way. <laughs> it is every single Transformers movie. <laughs> After the first one. Okay. Yeah. And arguably after Transformers, the movie, the cartoon from the 1980s. But I genuinely really like the first Michael Bay Transformers. Yeah. Yeah. I think the casting's perfect. Shia LaBeouf is peak Shia LaBeouf in that. Mm -hmm. Michael Bay gets the right balance of action and the comedy in it is not overdone. And that's what ruined the following ones. Yeah. Because obviously they test screened it and all that. And the, the parents being quite quirky and funny and your fucking, what's his name? Um, Sector seven bloke being quite, you know, sort of, but it's not hilarious. It's just no. funny and amusing, which is what you need. And then he just went, he overcooked that. And the other ones, there's what, what's the one where there's a Trump devastator has fucking testicles. Yeah, that's the second one. That's the second one. Revenge yeah. of the oh, Fallen. Awful. Mate, when his testicles were donging around, I was like, ah. <laughs> oh. yeah. I mean, I know they're robots. I get it, mate. And in the first one, uh, Bumblebee pissed on what's his name? Yep. I yeah. I get it. But that was, it was like, it's just not funny. See, are you a Transformers fan? Like a big, tra- like as big as Rich back there with all the toys. If you go on YouTube... <laughs> Yeah, There's a clip of me doing Mastermind and Transformers. Oh, the fucking dogs. <laughs> Come here. Um, there he is. Oh, there, hello. Uh, there, there she, she is. is. Oh. Don't misgender my dog. <laughs> <laughs> this, this podcast just turned controversial. Yeah, yeah. that's what we do. Oh, Dave. <laughs> Um, I knew you were a Harry Potter fan, Dave. Fucking yeah. not. I'm not. Don't spread that. 
horrible rumour. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I did uh, Celebrity Mastermind, um, and my special subject was Transformers, uh, the first series. Amazing. One. That's incredible. Yeah. And you and won. Wasn't that would be mine, mate. to be honest. <laughs> it wasn't embarrassing. It was, no? No, I did all right. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I'm gonna have to watch it now. I'm gonna have to find it because that would definitely 100 percent be mine as well. Like Generation yeah. One Transformers, that'd be. Yeah, I got a couple yeah. got a couple of questions wrong, which I was kicking myself about. But there's one question where, um, oh, I can't remember the presenter's name. Clive Myrie, is that the presenter no. now? Oh, that's who it is now. But the guy before him. Uh... Oh, I can see his face and I can't remember his Paxton, name. Paxton Dingleby, something no. like that. <laughs> but he said, in the episode Invasion of the Insecticons, the Insecticons run out of Energon. Where do the Decepticons take the Insecticons to get more Energon? Oh, wow. And I okay. said, and I said, uh, what? <laughs> um, even though I knew straight away an oil rig, but I soaked up heaps of my time by getting him to repeat that question. Amazing. Well, we're going to have to watch that now. Um, yeah. So you like the first one. You like the animated film. What made you, and have you watched everyone since? Have you, are you all up to date? Have you watched the last one, Rise um, of the Beasts? I s- no. And I probably, I will. Okay. Probably. Again, just because there's optimism in me, even though I wasn't a fan of Beast Wars at all. I don't want to spoil um, it, but it's better than every one of those sequels. So, are you serious? It's it's be- it's better than yeah. It's all not as the good Michael as Bumblebee. Bay sequels, Have yeah. you seen Bumblebee? It's, yeah, it's not as I good as Bumblebee. Bumblebee. It's not as I good as Bumblebee. Bumblebee was decent. Yeah, yeah. Bumblebee's yeah. decent. It's not um, as good as Bumblebee. It's better than all the Michael Bay sequels. Yeah. Wow. But, yeah. Well, it's still not great. But it's better. <laughs> <laughs> well, that first one, I, I watched it again last night, and I sat there thoroughly enjoying it again and remembering how much I liked it because it. Shia LaBeouf is, is us. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We're getting introduced to all this stuff. Yeah. Um. And uh, there's great small cameos from brilliant character actors. You know, it's mm. really well cast. Um, and it's not robot porn. No. Which is what it turns into. Because yeah. blatantly, they didn't have... They had the smallest budget of all of them, probably. Uh, the technology wasn't there for them just to do shitloads of robots fighting. Yeah. Um, and um, I'm, I'm just... a I've got a weak spot for a bit of military porn. It really shows off what the U- United States military has to offer. It's weird that Michael Bay has a really good relationship with the military, doesn't he? They're like, yeah, he asks yeah. for anything, and he's like... And they just get it, yeah. Yeah, and they're like, have you so you're going to show us in a really good light? Uh, no, you're going to get your ass kicked by aliens. <laughs> no, all right, let's do it. <laughs> I think the, the, the really good thing about the first one is it doesn't turn into this just massive grey mess of stuff and you can't tell what the hell's going on which yeah. is basically everyone sit after that and yeah until exactly. bumblebee isn't it they like yeah and it oh it just by the time it gets to the last night that's just ridiculous um, like, he's writing a he's writing a 
fucking dinosaur? That's the fourth one. That's the fourth one. Yeah, one. Oh, that's the fourth that. one. Okay, yeah, so yeah. I haven't seen that one after that. Oh, so the one after yeah. that. Because that's out- Grimlock, isn't it? Yeah. 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 So the one after that, the last night, turns out King Arthur was a was a robot. Turns- Pretty much. <laughs> it uses the round table when Merlin's involved. Yeah. And there's God a, damn it. There's a flying they transformer robot. They make Hot Rod French. Hot Rod comes French, <laughs> which is sacrilege to me. Because uh, he's my favourite character from the uh, the animated movie. Um, yeah, <clears throat> I think it's just well the uh, animated movie. I mean, I for years was thinking they made such ballsy decisions getting rid of the Autobots. This is what Reggie yeah. said every day. Yeah, they killed everyone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but you know why they did is because they were launching a new toy line. Hundred percent. They needed to yeah. shift more units. Yep. So they had to shift Optimus Prime on, bring out a new guy. Hot Rod. And brought him back if you later. want to ride, Daniel. <laughs> Ride in style. God, I love that. You got the touch. Me too. Touch. Yeah. You got the power. That's That's the movie I probably own the most on DVD. Because like Dave, I've got the DVD, I've got 4K, I've got a special um, anniversary one that, that Matt Ferguson designed and it calls unicron unicorn in the uh in the liner notes it's really amazing like, yeah special <laughs> misprint version <laughs> ah. i mean just a planet eating uh transformer is incredible yeah yeah incredible and he looks awesome mm. and his voice is awesome wells i know but- Awesome Wells' last, last movie. movie. Yeah. Crazy, isn't it's it? Nuts, isn't it? <laughs> it's mad. And it wasn't it? Um, and Blaster was Scatman Carruthers, and that was, I believe, his last movie as well. Yeah. Or only right. movie or something. I don't know. The whole of that yeah. cast um, is mental because Eric Idle's in it as well, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He's Retgar and, and, uh, and his, Leonard Nimoy is Galvatron. Yeah. And his dialogue, Eric Idle's dialogue is fantastic. Yeah. What a great idea, man. Yeah. So, so and obviously cool. they stole that for Transformers with Bumblebee when he lost his voice box. Yeah. Yeah. Well, did they stole it or that was a really nice nod? Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to say, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Homage. At what point? At what point uh, did it get away from you? Like in the film? So did you sit through the second one and you thought that's shit, but I'll give it another go? Yeah. Well, you know, it's pretty telling that. I cannot remember remember which ones I've seen. I've definitely <laughs> seen two. Was three when he was riding Grimlock? No, nope. that's four. Three is when they go okay, to so, the moon. Uh maybe I haven't even seen that. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's I like that one. Uh, Do you? Yeah. I, <laughs> really? Dark of the Moon and the whole Dark last. The moon, I, yeah. I would say last hour uh, is 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 proper Transformers like it is in the first film. There's humans and yeah. big transformers fighting, and it's it's really cool. And they're in a big mm. building. There's this big worm-like transformer that makes no sense. Or uh, I absolutely have not seen that one. Look, it's behind you. Pick it. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't pick it. Paramount, um, Paramount Plus. Hey, they're all full, on there. Full, full confession. Full confession. This isn't even my um, Amazon Prime account. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. When I got here two days ago, I uh, pushed the Prime button thinking, I'll just log into mine. Yeah. Someone else's. Cathy's. Cathy's. Cathy's profile. Thanks. (laughs) And every day I've gone, surely she's going to be going, who the fuck is watching Transformers? (laughs) 
because she is she has not got <laughs> any. She's just had magic. That's one of the ones, a kids' TV series, um, and the Gilmore Girls. Oh right, like continue watching, and now she's got Transformers. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> it's going to get cut off soon, surely. No. She might carry really on watching. Ca- yeah. Might do. Might change Kathy's world. Yeah. <laughs> might be a fan of Mark Wahlberg. Oh, Marky yeah. Mark. Oh, okay, okay, okay. It's coming back to me. Which one's Wahlberg in? Fourth and fifth. Fourth and fifth, yeah. Yeah, fourth. And TJ Miller's the sidekick. Yes. In Yeah. Yeah. And that's got so Stan- I know TJ. That's got Stanley um, Tucci. Yeah. And they go to yeah. China. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I have seen that one. It's, I can't remember much about it. It went on forever. It's about four yeah. hours long, it feels. Like yeah. you, I spent a lot of money to go and watch it in Leicester Square at one point in my life. Because I was like, I kept, I kept going back to Transformers films because I fucking love Transformers. And I thought, this is it. It's How can you fuck up this concept? Like robots right. that turn into cars. That I mean, and they fight. Mm. Just, just yeah. And then he kept fucking it up every time. And uh, yeah. hurting my feelings. But, but why did he succeed in that first one? It's because think... is it because he had he had financial limitations on the CGI, so had to focus more on real work because the the action scenes, the scene where um, uh, is it? Uh, I think it's Barricade, the Decepticons, mm, the Barricade, guy, yeah, is. You know, driving into Shia LaBeouf, going, "Are you ladies' man? What are, uh, Two ones, are you yeah. ladies' man? Why don't you?" That is so brilliantly done. It's brilliant. And the music's but, brilliant as well, though. And the music is fantastic in that film. It's it's really got these yeah. boats when you're just like pumping your fist, I'm like yes, yeah, yeah. And I don't That's think the rest in all that. the other movies. Yeah, is that there's no kind of like just there's kind no of cohesion. No, no. Um, the one bit that. I find uh, weird considering it's a movie about uh, robots that transform into vehicles that are much smaller than their robot selves. Um, <laughs> apart from that, and, yeah. um, is at the end, Shia LaBeouf and Megan Fox are making out on Bumblebee mm-hmm. with the other Autobots watching. It's a bit creepy, it's like, it? Yeah. It's like, yeah. Is it you? Yeah. you're essentially making out on a, on a mate. <laughs> yeah. If two of my mates sat on my lap and started making out <laughs> while my other mates watched. Well, that sounds and, like dogging, doesn't it? And my older mate, my older mate was standing there calling, calling his other mates going, <laughs> come on over. I'm like, what the fuck is happening here? Go look at this. <laughs> I'd also be thinking, how have you ended up with Megan Fox? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's the most unbelievable thing about the, the whole movie where giant robots turn into cars. The most unbelievable thing is that Shia LaBeouf ends up with Megan Fox. <laughs> it gets worse. But also... She, she, Rose, you know, Rosie they're... Huntley in the third one. He keeps getting supermodel girlfriends. Yeah. Well, you know, he, Megan Fox called him out on it and that's why she left. Yeah, called him Hitler or something, didn't he? And Hitler... Yeah. And she said to him things, she said, uh, she would say, okay, what do you want me to do in this scene? Just look sexy. No, who am I talking to? Who am I delivering my dialogue to? And which way do I face? Just be sexy. Oh. 
no. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, so really, uh, really disappointed with that because I was a bit disappointed with Transformers, the one that mm. we've been talking about. Yeah, I was a bit disappointed yeah. about it, but ultimately, I was like, I was only disappointed because it was not what I wanted in my head. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, same, same here. Yeah, like, and I think that's what blokes mainly, isn't it? It's always blokes. It is. Um, struggle to let go of is <laughs> if you've grown up with these programs and all that sort of stuff. It's not your vision anymore. Just let it go. No, that's it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm actually all right with like them changing the characters a bit. Yeah, like, of it's just kind of. It's just kind of when they change them completely, you're just like, yeah. oh, you're just slapping a name on something else now. You know, yeah. it's not the same. But I just think most of them haven't got a story, and that what winds me up for most of them. That's true. Yes, it's true. And they just absolutely right. Yeah. And Michael it's... Bay is very open about that, that he yeah. doesn't give a shit about the story. <laughs> He's all about action scenes and good-looking people. Yeah, smashy, smashy. At least with... Um, Oh, what's his name? The German bloke who directed Verhoeven, who did Starship Troopers. Yeah. Mm. At least he's very open about it. Yeah. He says that actors are talking props and yeah. he just wants good looking people doing exactly <laughs> what he wants them to do. Dressing like Nazis in Starship yeah. Troopers. <laughs> and actually, Starship Troopers 2, that was disappointing. I've never watched it past the first one. I've just heard yeah. bad things. I think it was straight to DVD, wasn't it? Yeah, I think a few of them are straight to DVD. Yeah. We'll do that in the future. I've got another tricky question for you. Not a, a cheeky on. one. Do you know you've gone cheeky, sneaky, and now tricky <laughs> question? I love it. <laughs> Is there ever been a sequel that you didn't like the original, but it brought you round to liking maybe two, three, four, five? Like it, so it made you come back to the franchise kind of thing. Wow. So our example, you don't have to pick it is Fast and Furious. So the first one's pretty good, then it gets rubbish for a while, then five yeah. gets really good. Um, is five when The Rock comes in? Yes. Yeah. Five when okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. Mission Impossible, maybe Mission Impossible 2 is not great. I never, I never lost faith in Mission Impossible. I'd like, I'd like more. I'd like right, more. Right on. Uh, Tom Cruise <laughs> just knows how to do a film, man. He is incredible. Mm. And mean, he knows mad. how to choose people. Yeah. Bonkers. Bonkers. But... Um, I, so I... Way back in 2006, I hosted a uh, film review show on a digital channel that nobody watched um, called Rapture TV, right back when digital channels were first. I couldn't even watch the show that I was on (laughs) because I didn't have Sky. And even if I did, I wouldn't have known how to find it, how to get it. But anyway, we, I did that for maybe for about a year until the guy funding the channel ran out of money. Um, but we got on the red carpet for Mission Impossible 3. Is that J.J. Abrams? Yep. Yeah. So we get on the red carpet for that. And how those red carpets work is right at the start, you've got all your big hitters, BBC, Sky TV, ITV, all the all the big, you know, for the um, media. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then closest to the door, to the entrance to the actual cinema, you've got student radio and you've got this guy for <laughs> Rapture TV. <laughs> so by the time, and it was called That Film Show, and Jeez. by the time they would get to us, 
their PR people will be like, you've got one question. We've got to get them inside. <laughs> Whereas they've just done a 10-minute interview with BBC, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, which is fair enough. The PR people are like, we've got to spend their time wisely. Uh, Tom Cruise went into his own film late because he would do an interview, then he would go over and sign people's autographs, shake hands, post the photos, yeah, go back to another interview, do that, do that, do that, do that. So he gets to us, the movie started. We've interviewed all the other actors already. Um, and then Tom Cruise rocks up. It's right in front of me, mate. There's, oh. a, there's a, all that's between us is a crowd barrier sort of thing, right? Yeah. And I'm looking in Tom Cruise's eyes and I've got my questions prepped. And I thought I had a decent opening question, which was uh, leading man, stunt man, producer. Where do you get the time? Where do you get the energy, mate? That's what I started off. Hmm. And he said, I don't know. I just do. And I was expecting more. Yeah. <laughs> and it absolutely threw me. Like, absolutely threw me. And so he just stopped talking and looked at me for the next question. And I'm like, I oh, know. I thought you were going to talk a lot longer. <laughs> and so I was, I'm panicking, right? And um, I said, uh, uh, what made you choose um, JJ Adams as your director? <laughs> and he went, he went. Do you mean JJ Abrams? And I went, that's the guy. <laughs> and I could see him shutting down, like this guy doesn't know what he's on about. Uh, but he, he then starts saying how amazing JJ Abrams is. I'm bright red, and then inside I'm going, you dick! You practice these questions. You absolute dick. So I'm barely even listening to his response because I'm just internally beating myself up. And then he says, um, starts talking about a scene in the film. And he goes, have you seen the film? And I said, uh, no. no. And he went, really? You're asking me questions about my film and you haven't even seen it? And I just went, in all honesty, mate, we couldn't even believe we got on the red carpet to interview you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And he kind of, he went, oh, okay. You know, and sort of smiled, smiled at that. And mm. I wouldn't say it clawed the interview back, but, you know, he was like, you know, I pretty much went, we're a small time operation. You know, we're just, we're, our show's only just started. So we get, we get red carpets. We don't often get to see the movies. Yeah. And he was like, okay. And I said, but I will see it. And he was like, all right, well, I'm going to go see it now. <laughs> Bye, Tom Cruise. <laughs> and did you see it? Oh, God. Yeah, I loved it. Oh, good. Because I've I've interviewed Paul Fee for a simple plan before, uh, and I didn't get, didn't get to watch it before I interviewed him, uh, no. and I still never seen it. <laughs> so I, I can tell you if it's good or not. I got I got to see the remake of Poseidon before interviewing them all. Um. And uh, that was a proper junket at the Dorchester Hotel. Lovely. Um, nice. And so all the journalists were all in this one room, you know, and there's sparkling water and some snacks. But there's loads of journalists in there, and they're all talking about, uh, at the time, Kurt Russell was in, uh, there was a big smoke screen about the Tarantino film that he was doing, oh, which yeah. was uh, okay. death proof. Which is yeah. rubbish. But it, yeah, 
big time rubbish. Um, but all the all the rumor mill was saying that it was going to be Escape from New York too, or whatever. <laughs> that was what the rumor mill was. Oh wow! So all these journalists in there have got DVD copies of Escape from New York. Mm. And they're like, I'm going to get him to sign this and try and get some information out of him about it. And I'm sitting there with a VHS copy of Overboard. <laughs> and because my wife and her best friend, who, who was our flatmate at the time, were and still are obsessed with that movie. So I was like, I'm going to get this signed for, for my my girlfriend and, the, and her best friend. <laughs> But I'm sitting there feeling like a real dick, you know, because these are all film journalists and I recognize some of them. And I'm like, oh man, maybe I should be doing the Escape from New York thing. And I, I learned a real lesson that day um, about just doing your own thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and the interview with Kurt Russell was amazing. And at the end, I said to him, um, could you sign something for me? And he, and he said, yeah, sure. Get your uh, Escape from New York DVD out. And I said, <laughs> oh, no, I've got a VHS copy of Overboard. And he cracked up laughing. <laughs> and I handed over to him. And I didn't know, but that's the film he met Goldie Horn on. Yeah. So he mm. just starts reminiscing about that film and starts Brilliant. telling these great anecdotes about that film. The PR person's gesturing to him, but he's like, like you know, waving them off. Yeah. Lovely. And he tells a story about the stunt. He he said there were no stuntmen on that film. He had to do all his own stunts. And the he she pushes him off the boat at one point. Mm. And he said uh, that like the stunt coordinator is saying to him, "Look, when she pushes you, push out, push out as far as you can with your feet. When you hit the water, it's going to be really cold. What you're thinking now about how cold it's going to be, it's going to be even colder than that. It's going to take your breath away." You must not panic. When you hit that water, you have to start swimming away from the boat because otherwise you're going to get sucked into the propellers. <laughs> and he's Jesus. like, okay. You know, but he was going, you know, I was in my 20s. I was like, yeah, this is no problem. And he said he hit the water and it was the coldest thing that has ever happened to him. And he just started swimming and he breaks up the surface and notices that he's swimming back towards the boat. <laughs> And so panic starts swimming the other way. And he said, I could feel the propellers pulling at me. Um, and then uh, two divers grab hold of him and stuff like that. And he, he said they did it three times that day. Oh, oh wow. Bloody hell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but all of that, and it was amazing. And then my producer turns and, you know, when you do those things, they have their own camera crew. Yeah. Hmm. And um, my producer turned to the camera guy and was like, did you get that? And the guy went, no, I stopped filming when they said the interview was over. Come on. (laughs) Mate. And then we walk out of that interview and they go, the PR people are like, all right, you're going into interview Richard Dreyfuss now. And we're like, oh, no, he's not on the list for us. He wasn't on the list. And she's like, I need you to interview Richard Dreyfuss. And I was like, I haven't prepped any questions because – we were told we weren't interviewing him. And she said, he's really difficult. He's notoriously difficult. Yeah. Yeah. And journalists have refused to interview him. He's sitting in that room and I need to get someone in there now. Please do us a favor and go and interview him. Fucking hell, mate. 
I walk in and I'm like, um, so what attracted you to the project? And he went, oh God, really? The money. Of course it was the money. Okay. And I had seen the film. So I said, your character's got a, quite an interesting character arc throughout the movie. And he goes, oh, what are you on about? The boat's sinking. I want to get off. That's it. Ah, uh, okay. Um, <laughs> talking to Kurt Russell and the others, uh, sounds like there was a competition for who could hold their breath the longest underwater. Um, did you get involved in that competition? They meant, don't be ridiculous. I'm an actor. Go underwater, pull a face. They say action. Then they say cut. Why do I need to hold my breath? <laughs> Fuck, this is horrible. Yeah. And uh, but the day before, I'd read in the Times, he had written an article about being a conscientious objector in uh, the Vietnam War. Right. And how he had lost all of his friendships with Rob Rayner and all those. Uh, not Rob, his dad. No, it is Rob Rayner. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, it was a really good article. So I just said that to him. I said, oh, I read your article about being conscious, conscientious objector. And then he just lit up and talked about that loads. But I just sat there going, this is a fucking waste of time. Yeah. We're not using any of this shit. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, and my producer could, at the end, and Richard Dreyfus walks out, the producer at the end um, knew what's the, he just turned to the camera guy and went, let me guess, you recorded all of that? And I was like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Right. Let's get, let's. Anyway, I forgot what was the question was. <laughs> I'm not even going to bother. It doesn't matter. It doesn't that was matter. brilliant. We'll get on to the last one. Um, oh, God. <laughs> what is your dream sequel? Dream sequel. I've got two. And neither of them will ever happen, of course. No. Yeah. Princess Bride. Yeah. Serenity. Both great choices. Well, when Serenity came out, I was like, this is what the Star Wars film should have been. Mm. It's absolutely what they should have been. But... Serenity I saw at Edinburgh View Cinema. I I was doing a show at Edinburgh Jonglers, which was in the same complex. Right. And I was on first, and I found out – I didn't know what Serenity was. Oh, so you hadn't you hadn't watched Firefly at that point then? No, I hadn't like... watched Firefly. I did it in reverse. Okay. Ah, uh, okay. So I had no idea. I just – I liked the look of the poster. Right. I thought, that looks badass. Yeah. And so I was on first at the gig. I didn't uh, really want to watch the rest of the comedians. I'm not going to name names, but <laughs> I found them all quite depressing. And <laughs> so I was done by like nearly eight o'clock. And so I just, I went to the cinema. Serenity was starting at, I don't know, about quarter past eight. And this was on the Thursday night. And I fucking loved it so much. That's exactly what I did for the Friday and Saturday shows as well. Oh, wow. You, what, you went to Serenity again? Yeah, went on first the comedy gig and then went straight into the cinema and watched Serenity again. And without watching Firefly or you know, not knowing the kind of the backstory? I had no and idea. And it didn't matter. That was what was so good about that film. Yeah. Because when I then yeah. went back and watched Firefly, I was like, oh, 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 oh wow, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but the Thursday night, you know, there, there weren't many people in there. The Friday was busy, but the Saturday was sold out. And the difference between watching a movie like that with, you know, 30, 40 people in the cinema compared to it being completely sold out. Yeah. It was an amazing experience. Just 
feeling the buzz in the room yeah. of hundreds of people loving that film. Yeah. It was it wicked, is. man. It breaks my heart there's never been a never been a sequel to to Serenity. I nearly said Firefly then because I yeah. don't know if you were at with uni yet, Rich, but we found that we got given a DVD by someone where we smashed in like two days. And then, of course, at uni, we got ourselves a dotty copy of Serenity because at uni... I watched dot- Serenity at... At the cinema. Oh, we 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 got when it. we were at uni. Yeah, might, well, you might even got your dodgy DVD copy from me. Probably. <laughs> you can get anything when you're a student. You like, yeah, 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 yeah. Connections. So we were watching on this like little TV. It's just we were taken with it. Like we yeah. thought it yeah. was magic. And then once you start researching what happened to it when they put it on TV, like Firefly and how fucked up yeah. that is, it's yeah. just yeah. They didn't even show it in order when no, it was on TV. They didn't put. No. They put they, they played the pilot second, which makes no sense yeah, to me. They killed it. Wow. They just killed it. It's like, just so amazing that all that money, yeah, all yeah. that money can be spent on something and then they shaft it like that. And do you know what? Like, you know from the theme tune, you know the first note of the theme tune, you know this is going to be fucking good. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, just even that concept of the mix of English and Chinese, mm. like basing it totally on one of the biggest languages in yeah on earth yeah you know let's extrapolate that idea out yeah and i mean it'll never get made now because he's cancelled isn't he he has cancelled. Yeah. yeah yeah it yeah. turns out he's he's not a very nice man but you know oh, isn't that so annoying <laughs> it's so yes. annoying it's so annoying <laughs> i mean this is the guy who got twat into a um was it twat or twat into a uh marvel movie oh yeah did he when loki says to Scarlett Johansson, you mewling twat. Oh, yes, he does. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Mate, when that happened, I was like, how? I mean, amazing. How That's the hell did you get away with that? That is incredible. So good. Yeah. Yeah, we're never going to get a sequel to that. But no, we're not. It didn't make enough it money, which blows my mind. They, no. They're like, well, give this second guy, because uh, second guy, because the, there's this cult following this TV series yeah. now. And if you don't turn up, we're not going to make any more. Uh, it made nothing, and no you know, one turned know. up for it. Pretty much, apart but from didn't the, it once it went, apart from once me. it went to home video or whatever you they yeah. call it, isn't that didn't make money then? They still made pretty good money, but it's not enough to warrant no, a sequel. Or... They had a thirty-nine million budget, it cost them thirty-nine million to make, and they made forty, which means they made Ooh. a loss basically. I yeah. think DVD <laughs> sales did pretty good though, but yeah, they yeah. never they never came back to it. Like you said, they never uh, finish it. Such a shame that he turned out to be a prick. Yeah, because it really now. Did. Now with all these new platforms, yeah. that sequel could have easily got made. It could have done. I mean, yeah. look, I'm sorry he's a prick and annoyed, you know, did the horrible things to people he was working with first. Yeah. But then second, we're not going to get that movie, are we? No, we're not. But we're not. hello, Nathan Fillion. He's Fillin? so good, Fillion. Fillion. Yeah, Fillion. 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 Ah, who knows? Nathan. Who lives? <laughs> yeah. Big knife. <laughs> yeah. Because I watched that going, have I missed this guy? Do you know what I mean? Because yep. I was like, yeah, yeah. In... he should be massive. He was in He's Two Guys and a Girl with Ryan Reynolds back in the day. Yeah, he was. That's, that's yeah. the only place I'd seen him before. I love Surely. that program. So good. No one believes me, but when I watched Two Guys and a Girl on Pete's Place, I was watching Ryan Reynolds and I was thinking, this guy is amazing. Mm. And then National Lampoon Party li- Liaison. Van Wilder. Not yeah. a good film. <laughs> Not a good film, but he's fantastic. Yeah. And then I didn't, and I, I used to always say, Vision this guy Ryan Reynolds. I think he's winning. Nothing. And he was doing nothing. And then suddenly Blade 3 comes out. 
Holy shit. <laughs> Shut the back door, open the front door, open all your windows. Here he is. He was so good in that. Yeah, he still, I think he did that for a long time. He stole films from other people. Yeah. And then yeah. eventually they worked out that Deadpool's good for him. Yeah. yeah. And the rest is history. Jesus. Yeah. Did you watch um, his Netflix one, uh, Project Adam? Yes. The, the... I like that. I haven't seen that. No, I haven't seen Have that. you not? I think it didn't no. connect to me because I'm not, I don't know. I, I thought it was okay. It's a very father-son story in there about father. Uh, okay. Yeah, but I'd it's probably also like got that. that it's got that Spielberg-y vibe to it, I thought. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, um, shit, why can't I remember the name of these films? Premier actor. J.J. Abrams one about the alien invasion. Super 8. Super 8. It was a little bit like yeah. that, yeah. You know, it's got That's that vibe, isn't it? Yeah. That is a cracking movie. Super yeah. 8. Are we going to see movies like that again? Are we, are we still, are we going to get, are we going to get movies? I don't know if we'll get those cut side, like, they've stopped making those 30 to 40 million pound size movies. It's either yeah. made for nothing or all in. And then, yeah. then they make yeah. no money and they're like, oh, why did he make no money kind of thing? Yeah. And also, if it's not a superhero, we're not making it. Yeah. Yeah, true. If it's yeah. not an original yeah. IP, that's something we're already yeah. fan so built into. I'm bored of superhero movies now. Oh, really my God. Am. It makes me like... so happy to hear you say that. <laughs> because, you know, again, we've been starved most of our lives. Yeah. yeah. Superhero films. And now it's like, Jesus, will you just stop with it? Yeah, I'm done. Like, I'm... there are other there are other genres, guys. Yeah. Comedy. I'm even looking forward to kind of... I'm even looking forward to Gladiator 2 because it's not a fucking superhero movie. Wait, Gladiator 2? It's happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's happening. <laughs> no Russell Crowe, Ridley though. Scott doing it? Yeah, Ridley yeah. Scott's doing it. Ridley Scott, yeah. <laughs> you should see his face, guys. Gladiator's so good. Yeah, is. Gladiator is, is so good. good. Oh, yeah. so good. If I told you Gladiator 2's got Denzel Washington in it... <laughs> What? <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. I'm on board. Yeah. I'm on board. That's all you need to know. That's all you need to know. Um, so Serenity. Sorry. Yeah, Serenity. Let's get to Serenity. Because yeah. you didn't know about the, the... When you first watched it, you didn't know about the characters and how much those meant mm. to people. So when Wash died at the end of that Serenity... Breaks oh, my heart, hurt. man. It, it, it <laughs> absolutely destroyed me. And I don't yeah, think I could ever watch a, a Serenity sequel without him. So I've always been quite pleased there's never been a Serenity sequel because okay. he's my favourite yeah. character. I think he's a brilliant actor, Alan Turek. Yeah, yeah. Very funny. Oh, he's, he's incredible. I remember being like, what the fuck? <laughs> when that happened? Yeah. But yeah, I, d- I guess I didn't. It would have, if I'd watched Firefly before, that would have been devastating. Instead mm. of just a what the fuck, wow, yeah. what a way to die. We had yeah, tears. Yeah. Here's yeah. a way to and, go. I mean, I'm a leaf on the wind. And then, oh. yeah. 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 And who knew Adam Baldwin was the best Baldwin? Like, when did that happen? Right. <laughs> He's perfect for that role. He's so good. So good as Jane. I, I love Jane. He's amazing. Like, the, the whole so cast, the ensemble but, cast is so mate, good. Chemistry, isn't like, it? Oh, what's his name? The baddie in it. Oh, cheers for Chiwetel Ejiofor. There we go. Yeah, badass. He's, he's so good. Yeah, I think he's like he's the best kind of baddie. He's the baddie who yeah. believes in what he's doing. Yeah, you know, he believes what he's doing is the right thing. He has a. That's good writing, mate. Oh, it's yeah. great writing. It's good it really writing. is. Yeah, you know. It's... And I liked. I what I what I think I liked a lot about it was the assumption. 
they there was no backstory to <laughs> some of the characters. It was yeah. just assumed. Look, they've got a relationship, and the writing yeah. was so good. It was like, of course they do. Of course he's going to go and visit a prostitute who used to be on the fucking crew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, and that was summed up in two lines of dialogue, and it was like, yeah, of course, it's fine. <laughs> that was the power of power of good writing, man. Isn't yeah, it amazing that none of the, none of those casts are now like the biggest actors in the world? Like they should it's all madness. be they should all be massive. They should, yeah. yeah. It's it's, it's remarkable. It's madness. But what would you want from a sequel of Serenity? Would you have wanted? Well, now that you've now that we're talking about it, well, that's what we have to do. I know. <laughs> But now I'm, I don't know, because that crew fell apart, yeah. right? Because um, Wash's uh, uh, wife, Zoe, from uh, Suits. Gina Torres, um, yeah. Yeah. She was going to leave, right? She wouldn't have yeah. stayed on board in that crew, do you oh, think? I think she might have done. You well, reckon? She was loyal to Mal. She was loyal, but she was, she, she wanted to die, to man. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe the sequel was just her in therapy. (laughs) (laughs) And I'll watch it. I mean, to be fair, there's a lot of people that need therapy in this this crew. There's a lot of therapy. Really do, yeah. (laughs) Would you would you think it a sequel now would work, like after all these years, or would would perfect time being about two thousand and eight? No. I think what you could get now is another movie in that world. But yeah. not with that cast. Okay. But not with that cast. Maybe that cast are in it, but they're not the main focus. Yeah. Oh, that's a good shout. That, I, I think um, there's, it's a rich world that they've created. Yeah. You know, so I think, you know, like a whole new a whole new crew, maybe, you know, maybe the um, all those revelations about what they've been doing with all the seeding of the planets. and Yeah. You know, trying to control. Yeah. Yeah. That was a massive thing for the film. (sighs) I find the Reavers the fucking scariest thing ever. Like, insane, right? Freaked the hell out of me. Yeah. Yeah. And I just like that concept. And am I wrong? Is it, um, is it, you know, when they get down to the planet and they find the ship and the recording? Hmm. Of the of that captain saying about what had gone wrong, yeah, and then she gets killed in the recording. Yeah, is that Kirsten Wig? No, that's Sarah no, Paulson. Sarah Paulson, yeah, oh, okay. who's another big actress. Yeah, she does look a bit like Kirsten. Wig, does. Doesn't she does. Are you a yeah. fan of Always Sunny in Philadelphia by any chance? Uh, I like it. Yeah, I haven't watched. All oh, right, it. there's that. There's a, a very early uh, Glenn Howerton in this film. He's uh yeah. He gets killed in the uh, in the bank robbery. By the Reavers, the one he's the one who says, "Take oh, me with you, take yeah. me with you." Oh yes, that's Glenn. And then he gets oh, yeah, taken by the, the the Reavers, and Mal shoots him. It's the first time I ever noticed yeah. that today. I was like, yeah. "That's way before." But yeah. always sunny, <laughs> always sunny. <laughs> yeah, I just think that's you know that whole concept was great, and the the second film would be the fallout mm. of that of um of the galaxy tearing apart again. Yeah, and you're. Yeah. You're going into civil war again with brown shirts and oh, all of that stuff. That'd been really good because nice you're right because they've left the lid. Yeah, yeah. Well, now I'm really depressed. Yeah. <laughs> so I really love Serenity. I watched it again today and I love it. Maybe someone will write some fan fiction that would be really uh, good. I think there is a. I think there is a sequel like comic books and books. Yeah, right. I think there are comic yeah. books yeah. and maybe audio books, but nothing on on film. 
which is a shame. No. Because I don't Wait, like audio to read. Books? But I'm having a guess here. <laughs> Mate, I'm going to get on Audible because I... Don't be angry if they're not there. <laughs> I am going to be. Okay. I drive a lot. <laughs> I drive a lot. So I do a lot of audio, Audible books there are some audio books yeah they're on audible they're not cheap though oh <laughs> oh mate do you not you don't use audible no you never no. buy them full price oh, you okay. never buy them full price become a member and you pay as ah, turning into an ad for audible and this is <laughs> isn't this a film podcast it it's is. like the complete opposite <laughs> <laughs> i mean most other podcasts have an advert for audible in them somewhere yeah so, you know, yeah we, we just, yeah, you like... get your one token a month don't you for a free thing <laughs> yeah you do but you can also buy three three credits for 18 pounds oh, okay. so you get a book for six oh, okay. quid. it really is an um, advert now audible yeah okay. but, <laughs> but there's also heaps of titles that you can get as part of your membership. Okay. And some of those titles are Aliens uh, spin-offs. Oh, okay. Alien vs. Predator. Some of them are really good, man. There's a whole world of... If you like that whole Aliens vs. Predator, or even just the world of Aliens, the the books in that world are fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I think... I think... um, Alien vs. Predator Requiem, the second one, might be my least favourite movie. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> it is rubbish. It's yeah. terrible. It is pretty bad. Yeah. I mean that's another that's another franchise that they just shafted. Yeah. But I guess have you spoken about how that's a sequel that's better than the Aliens first? Wow. Yeah. Well, it, that uh, yeah, is an opinion, yeah. Jared. That is, you know, it is, isn't it? I, mean, I, mean, I agree with you, but a lot of lot, you know, some people don't. A lot of people have picked Aliens. There's going to be a lot of hate in the comments. <laughs> we were saying the other day it might might be the most picked best sequel aliens I yeah think. there's yeah. a few there's a few of them up there as our most best picked i mean terminator 2 is up there obviously yeah uh, star trek wrath of khan is is up there yeah. my that's, god that's very popular uh, okay so when i was when i was reading about things so that's by the same writers as transformers isn't it is it what orky or whatever his name is wrath of khan. really is it i didn't know that oh no stop are you thinking into the darkness stop. by any chance yes you're thinking of the rubbish. I'm thinking, one, I'm thinking of the reason. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh no, I'm not down- mate! I'm not up to speed with Star Trek. I apologize. <laughs> That's okay. We're talking about an old one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those were Jared Christmas's unequal sequels. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> How's that the best episode we've ever done? <laughs> he's amazing. He's amazing. He, it's so good to talk to someone else who loves Transformers as much as me. Go watch that Mastermind clip. It is hilarious. It, yeah, it's really It's good. on YouTube. I watched it the other day. I'm fully aware that episode got out of hand a little bit, okay? I, You know, we, yes. we went off script a lot, but the man has literally a story for everything. I'm not going to lie. If you thought that Nick Hellman... That episode was chaotic. <laughs> then uh, you are in for a treat, <laughs> especially if you're another Slice subscriber. We'll talk about that later. But Jared is just an absolutely ball of energy of fun. I think, and and chatting yeah. to him was was brilliant. Uh, like I said, story for everything about Lord of the Rings, Transformers, Serenity, his Scooby Doo stories. I just. It was just absolute joy to sit down Brilliant and talk picks. to him. Yeah, well, Brilliant picks. Return of the King for best. Brilliant. We barely talked about it, but it was there. We talked, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
all the Transformers all sequels. All the Transformers sequels. All the Bayverse sequels, essentially, uh, which, you know, I can't argue with. I agree. I can't argue, even though I don't think he's seen them all himself. So that's great. Good, good picks there. <laughs> and, and also, you're not going to know this, but when we were... It's, we were doing the interview with Jared. He was in a hotel room, and on the TV screen behind him, he had all of the Transformers sequels lined up <laughs> on Amazon. Or lined something, up yeah. on Amazon, yeah. And also, one of my favourite films, one of my favourite from one of my favourite TV series, yep. Serenity. About time yeah. someone picks that as their dream Absolutely. sequel because I've been waiting for it, and it gave me an opportunity to rewatch Serenity, and it is brilliant. Oh. And where is that fucking sequel? It's such a good. Well, we know why this is not oh, around now. We know. Joss Whedon is not a good man, (laughs) but you know, allegedly. Hey, hey, allegedly, if any lawyers are listening, allegedly not a good man. But as a film itself, Serenity is great, and Firefly is great, and love uh, it. I really love it. I enjoyed talking talking to him about that as well, and uh, I loved. Loves talking to Jared. He's a brilliant comedian. You might have listened to, if you listen to Parents in Hell, he's, his episodes of that, which are also just as chaotic um, <laughs> as ours. I can imagine, yeah. I think one day we can get him back on and actually redo this episode. Uh, we'll, 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 I'd love to get Jared back on. So hopefully we, at some point we will, because uh, it was great. Um, thank you, Jared, for coming on, spending your time, a lot more time than we deserve, to be honest. Um <laughs> it was epic yeah absolutely epic i mean we've we've talked about this before um how good the extra episodes on another slice are that's get yourself over to another slice.com forward slash unequal sequel 2.99 a month and we've said it's like having another podcast genuinely the extras on jared's episode are pretty much as long as this episode, this podcast. So we'll see after it our edit, like, it but was, it's going to be big. It was by a long chalk. It was our longest recording ever. And to be honest, me and Dave were absolutely loving it, and we could have talked for even longer. Easily, 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 easily. It was brilliant. If you thought it was brilliant too, if you are here because you're a big fan of Jared, and why wouldn't you be? Because he's he's ace. And you, if you thought actually, do you know what these these this sequel this podcast pretty good i quite like it then uh hit the little subscribe button we'll drop into your pod player choice every single week obviously this is the last episode of this series of series five don't worry there's still a big best of episode coming but it's this is the last episode of series five so uh yeah it's been it's been a good one but uh, if you if this is the first one you've tuned into, there's 12, there's eleven more episodes of this se- season to go back to, and then there's four more series to go back to. Go and give them a listen. While you're there, hit the subscribe button. We'll drop into a popular choice every single week. We'll be back with series six in a few months' time. Won't be long. Won't be long. Um, you can also get in touch with us on social media. We are at unequal sequel on Twitter and Instagram, or you can send us an email unequal sequel hotmail.com. Let us know what you thought of Jared's choices, and we'll always read out your comments in our end of month roundup episode. We did it. We did it. We did it. Series five, five. episode 12. Done. done. We'll get emotional next week when we release the, the best yeah. of series five. But can I just quickly say thank you for everyone? that came on the uh, this season um, it, I'm not going to lie it wasn't easy uh, but I think it might be our best one I think I think so uh, we kept getting ill again let's do this next week uh, thank you for Jared <laughs> thank you to Jared Christmas go check out his comedy go check out his 
beatbox thing he does with his mate. I can't remember the name of it. Oh, Hobbit. Yeah. Go yeah. check Go out check Hobbit. Stuff he does with Hobbit. It's great. It's great. He is a genius and we're just such a pleasure to spend some time with him. I've got nothing else to say apart from, because I'm going to get emotional. I'm going to save it for next week. So it's a goodbye from me and it is a goodbye from him. Bye. See you on the next one, whenever that will be. Sequel to this one, whenever that will be. Uh, and we will be back for series six. Can't fucking wait. Bye bye. So it'll be long till series six. We're mate. gonna try and do that quickly. We're gonna try and do that quickly for you all. We've yeah, we've got to get a shift on, mate. We've you know we better start recording again. We go again. We go again. <laughs> <laughs>